Welcome to Real Love, Real Stories TV and podcast. I am Kanu and I'm the host. Thank you so much for tuning in. And thank you for joining me as I learn about love from couples who are making their relationships work and from singles who make being single fun. In the guest chair today is a couple from Phoenix, Arizona, Tim and Adia. Enjoy their love story. Thanks guys for being here. So um, to start off with, before we start talking about your love story, can you guys introduce yourselves to the audience? My name's Adia. I'm Tim. Welcome to the show, guys. I'm so excited for you guys to be here. My friends from church here in Phoenix, Arizona. All right. So as you know, Real Love Real Stories is a show about, you know, talking about your love story. So let's take, take us back to when you guys, um, you know, got into each other's lives. How did your love journey begin? Go as far back as you want. This is a debated topic. It is, yeah. <laughs> in our relationship. I love this. So we have been in each other's orbit, I think, since middle school, um, about seventh grade. Don't ask me what year that was. I've already gone <laughs> lost. Um, but we didn't really get to know each other until our senior year in high school. Okay. Um, and so now we're coming up on around will be turning six years in marriage this month and okay. eight years next as a couple. Week. Oh, next week. Happy yeah. early anniversary. And we're already at 16 years as friends. And then Oh, wow. So 10 years yeah. of friendship and then, well, yeah. some dating in there yeah. and then marriage six years. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we had a Spanish class together. And okay. then actually we were in each other's orbit. Yeah. Before then, but we didn't realize that. One of her exes actually was a friend of mine. <laughs> and I, I was thinking before you <laughs> we bring that up. Um, we found out later on that we've kind of been moving in the same vicinity. In the same vicinity. Um, we lived on the same street, but in different times and in different okay. areas. Yeah. Okay. So we've kind of been circulating each Just other, moving, but never meeting until high school. Yeah. For hanging out. So yeah. wait, so you didn't know each other at all back then before? Mm-hmm. Okay. No. So, but you mentioned uh, that you were friends with her ex. Was that? Yeah, it was, that was high school. I was okay. um, I, just the guy that I was friends with because we caught the bus in the same spot. And okay. he happened to date her for a while in high school until he transferred out. Oh, okay. And then neither of us saw him for the longest time. So, yep. Okay. Um, let's think about it. So, was it junior high? It wasn't junior year, but senior year in high school. Hmm? In Spanish class? Yeah. Yeah, senior year. It was senior year in high senior. school. Okay. We were the only two seniors. In the, cl- in the Spanish in class. In the Spanish was, class. Otherwise, it was sophomores and juniors. Because we were procrastinators. We needed to get that credit. And needed that credit. Mm. And he says... We had a class together in seventh grade. Eighth grade. Eighth grade. <laughs> English. But you don't remember Mr. that? Mr. Wilson. <laughs> he remembers it, even the teacher. You don't remember it. <laughs> Poor my 
to save myself some kind of redeeming credit. I was not in that class very often. Okay. It was kind of like a homeroom class at the end of the day. And I would take that time to either go do homework or I'd go, most of the time I'd be in orchestra. Like I would be doing additional practices. So for my, also, let's just be very blunt about it. I was a black girl with blue hair in a very white school. So she was very noticeable. I was, yeah, I, stood I was out. not. Oh, you saw maybe. By comparison, anyway. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did when I did meet you, you originally had red hair. I'm just yes. saying. Yeah, so I'm glad you brought that up. So uh, for our audio audience mm-hmm. that are listening and not watching, you guys are a mixed couple. Mm-hmm. Yep. So um, so that's why you brought that up. So oh, cool. So okay, so you got married six years ago. Um, so let take take us back to when you decided dating. Like, how did you come to that? Oh, that was hard. Yeah, we actually started um, long distance. Okay. And, should I tell it? You tell it? I'll tell it. You go for it. Okay. Um, she had moved to Charlotte, North Carolina for work. Okay. Um, and I did not until um, you've been there about a year or so. And the relationship she was in ended. Yep. Because uh, I think he wanted to get rid of the dog and you got rid of him. <laughs> the dog is still around. Who was it? Uh, me or the dog? The oh, dog you gotta won. go. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I was engaged. Yeah. To be married to this lovely gentleman mm-hmm. who just doesn't quite fit. Yeah. Okay. Um, they're actually quite similar. We'd all actually hang out sometimes. I did not like control. Not particularly. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, but you were my best friend, yeah. and you you stuck it out. We've yeah. actually been best friends since mm-hmm. high school, since yeah. the Aww. end of senior year high school. Yeah. So you stuck it out, and I appreciate it. Yeah. It's also this weird dynamic of like, I know all of his exes. Who knows most of my exes? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we're out in Charlotte, and the best way I can describe it is I was out in Charlotte, mm-hmm. and I didn't miss being in Arizona. I didn't miss my family in that kind of a heartache way. Like, it was a little homesick. Mm-hmm. I missed my best friend. Oh, him being your best friend. And that being my best friend. Oh, my God. And my other relationship was already starting to break apart because the I didn't know if he really should have moved out there with me because mm-hmm. he did move out there with me. Okay. And we were already deciding that this didn't work out. But you. Yeah, uh, yeah me. Um, so I... You know, so that guy left. <laughs> so I, that let's you know, that I guy made, left. I made the choice to <laughs> take a trip out there to spend some time, about a week with her, and okay. we formed a relationship out of that. Yeah, and oh, cool. we did long distance for um, over a year. Over a year, and about the one year anniversary, I uh, revealed to her that I got an approval for a transfer through work to come out there. Oh, so can we just back that particular thing? Yes, please. So, 
I had gone back to Arizona um, to take care of my mom. So my mom was having another surgery. My mom has health issues. So I come back out mm-hmm. and it's, it's going to be several months of mm-hmm. rehab for her. And I get approval to work from home in Arizona. Mm-hmm. He comes out there. He flies out there, drives back with me, with the dog. We drive back and it's in that two month, three month time frame yeah. that he was my rock. I would go take care of my mom mm-hmm. and during the day and I'd work East Coast hours and to make sure she got her medication and she was hooked up to IVs in the mm-hmm. house mm-hmm. and make sure she had her medication, make sure she ate because she was not really eating during that time frame. Mm-hmm. And if I needed a break, me and the dog would drive all the way out to where his place was mm-hmm. and spend the night. And then I'd get up at 4 a.m. and go back. And I did that for a while, for over a month. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'd get weekends sometimes to go hang out with you. And then in that time frame, we had an anniversary within that time frame in which we were both sick. And Mm -hmm. we read and ate Chinese food. (laughs) And we're called the most boring couple (laughs) by his friends and my family and um there's nothing wrong with that right i thought that was a great it's yeah, honestly yeah. still yeah. one of my favorite anniversaries like i still want to travel please don't get me wrong yeah like, let's make that happen but yeah it was still one of so the doing nothing part. oh that was amazing yeah <laughs> yeah so you guys it sounds like you're very quality time like you like to spend quality time together yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. even when we were friends we just jump in the car and go right around and Oh, yeah. just enjoy being with each other. Yeah, I love that. I love that. So we did yeah. that. You identified you could move out there. Mm-hmm. We packed up and sold off all your stuff. Yeah. Including that god awful shirt. <laughs> just that one. Maybe two. All right. Hawaiian shirts. Some are great. Some are not good. And some are not okay. Apparently mine were not okay. Um, <laughs> It was one. It's the only time I've ever done that in our relationship. And it will probably be the only time I ever do. I love it. I don't know what you're talking about. We love you. (laughs) But. So, okay, you moved to North Carolina? Right. Okay. And then you, so at this point, how many months into dating are you? We're over a year. Oh, Probably by the time we got to North Carolina, we were maybe a year, two months, 14 months. Oh, okay. Um, So when does the engagement happen? Uh, two months after that okay we were in the kitchen like making lunch or dinner or something and um we'd had conversations about where our our relationship was heading and how serious Mm -hmm. we were taking it and um i i didn't have a ring or speech or anything prepared but i found myself rambling on about how i wanted to spend the rest of my life with her um, and she's like, are you asking? I'm like, yes, I would very much like you to marry me. And This man never gets tongue-tied. He never gets tongue-tied. At, the, at that point, he, he was... was rambling. <laughs> I was, could not understand the words. And you're like, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> Such a little oh, wow. spoken individual that I was just like, do-do-do-do-do. This is strange. <laughs> 
oh, he's proposing. <laughs> just this, like, what's, what, what is going on here? What's, what's happening? What's happening right now? <laughs> so you immediately said yes? Nope. I, oh, you did not? I did not. I asked. She didn't say anything. That was the, the fun part. There, 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 was, there was definitely some kissing that definitely happened that night. Um, hush up now. Anyway. <laughs> hush up. Um, what also happened is I asked that next morning for a week so that I could pray about it. Because oh. I had just come out of a very long engagement. Okay. Okay. And then essentially went not straight into dating you there was definitely a break in between yeah a couple mm, months okay <laughs> not nearly enough for me to like trust everything yeah. and i needed to pray about it yeah so i asked for a week of prayer and i fasted and prayed for a week and, mm. all right god is this where you want me to go and i said yes i don't think i told anybody that you had asked either did i i don't know like we told people afterwards yeah. when we decided. When I said yes. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah. So did you, when she said that, how did you feel about that? Amazed. Um, yeah. I was still kind of like coming to terms with the fact that I'd asked, that, right. that I was ready, I felt ready for it, or felt, so maybe ready is not the right word, but that I was desiring. Right, right. Um, desiring her to, to be my wife, to live with me, to... To put up with me forever um, <laughs> and you were okay uh, with me asking or asking for a week yeah it was it was i mean it was better than no right so well, that's that's a good way to look at yeah. it for sure yeah and I'm pretty sure and that we, were, we were still living together at that point we were gonna be she was kind of stuck with me regardless right so it wasn't awkward though for the week that she was praying and fasting while you're in this i honestly don't even remember that week that no well. neither do okay. i okay yeah it's probably the same week i first got really sick out there or something <laughs> like <laughs> i can't deal with this because when you go across <laughs> country you discover all the things allergy wise you oh, never yeah, been exposed that, yeah. to before yeah. that hits you in the face right um, right so you did yeah. get hit pretty hard yeah yeah, yeah i don't think you never pressured me. You never checked in. I don't think I remember that at all. I remember saying yes. I remember, actually, more than saying yes, I remember us walking the dog, as we called people, and yeah. told people. Afterwards. Yeah. Afterwards. You were, yeah. Oh. yeah. So maybe it was really meant to be that you guys took that time to really process this. Because, I mean, marriage is not, yeah. you yeah. know, you ha- it happens today, tomorrow it's over. You want it to be a forever kind of thing. So maybe it was a blessing that you guys took that time to. Well, I went from someone who didn't want to be married at all. Mm-hmm. Um, not because of other people's marriages, but like as a little girl, um, I'm Christian. Um non-denominational is the way I grew up. Mm-hmm. But I thought the Catholic nuns had a pretty good concept. Like, right. oh, I just get to love Jesus for the rest of my life? That sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. And then someone's like, well, you have to be Catholic. And I was like, well, I'm pretty much committed to this area of how I'm going right. to express, so that's not happening. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want kids. I didn't want that. I wanted this independent life with God. Mm-hmm. And then 
from there, I got, I may have been proposed to before. Um, so when the last guy, that bigger relationship had proposed, I had said yes, but it was a hectic, a very hectic scenario. It was in the middle of a crisis, essentially, that he proposed. Mm, um, it's the wrong timing for sure. Yeah, like he had planned it very nicely. Um, but then we had we were in the middle of essentially rushing my nephew to the hospital because he had fallen from his bike and there was parts of his leg actually out. And then instead of waiting for the dinner he had planned, he asked me in the middle of this hectic. Oh wow. <laughs> and I said yes. And I don't know if I would have said yes. But I definitely know it wasn't the right thing to do now. Like at the time, it may have been right. Mm-hmm. But I asked for time from Tim and he respected it. Yeah. And he didn't pressure me. Mm-hmm. And he, like my best friend does, kind of just accepts that I'm a little crazy sometimes and get a little loopy and need to process things a little slower sometimes and mm-hmm. I appreciated that. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. Also the whole kissing you after I was asked me <laughs> probably helped. Gave me a good indication. Yeah. I feel like you didn't feel like you were just like I don't know what calm. she's gonna do. <laughs> like you think you were you knew I just probably needed to wait this out. Yeah, yeah. So well so okay. Well that that's beautiful. Um, All that now led up to um when we called her father, he commented that she didn't have to say yes to everyone who asked. What? <laughs> He's a special man. That's beside the point. I had been proposed to I think Tim's my third proposal. And technically I had said no to the first one. And the second one I said yes to. And then this one I said yes to, but my dad has a very interesting sense of humor. I thought it was hilarious at the time. Yes, yes. We all laughed. <laughs> um, he was it's, being serious though? Kind of. <laughs> but it's also one of those things where Tim has been around my family for years. Uh-huh. He took, went with me to take my little brother to um, trick-or-treating and mm-hmm. when he was like five Mm -hmm. so we've done that we used to do dates with my nieces and nephews we you'd come with me i go spend time with your little cousins yeah like we've had this interaction you've been to holidays with our family as my best friend for years and even you know some siblings were trying to talk you into yeah they really thought they had more to do with this then than they did. Oh, <laughs> I see. Oh, yeah. get the, the two yeah. of you getting together? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. He was a little slow on the pickup, though. Um, I was making sure to respect your time. The <laughs> <laughs> playing field was clear. <laughs> First of all, it was never clear or wide open. Yeah, no, it wasn't. <laughs> like, it wasn't going to I be. would start dating so pretty I, quickly so after I, I broke it. up with someone. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like 
I waited a whole 10 years. I was like, you know what? I want to be in a relationship with her now. No, no, no. <laughs> I was working on this during that 10 year friendship period. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh yeah. I didn't know this. Yeah. Now the truth comes out. Right? Yeah. <laughs> well, it wasn't just, you know, Tia, well, now that she's out, out of, out of uh, the state, the side of the country, I think that's where I'd like to, you know, well, dedicate yeah. my time and energy and my, give my heart to. Yeah, no, I waited till then. No, no. I feel like no. there was what? several, I don't think there was an official conversation, but I think we were both trying to respect our friendship. Like, mm. we had gone through so much. We'd gone through your mother's death and mm-hmm. granny. Granny hit us both, not as much as you, but it hit us both. Mm -hmm. And my graduation and me not, you know, having a place to stay, like all of those things we had gone through as a friendship. And who really wants to mess that up? You were and are my best friend to the point where I think even my little brother was like, hey, maybe you guys shouldn't date. Don't mess this up for me. Oh. <laughs> because you were part of our family. I was totally going to mess that up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tell him that. That's yeah. so cute. I'm going to tell yeah. him that. You guys are going to fight that. I mean, it worked out. Well, like, you're going to hug it out, yeah. but still. <laughs> but, yeah. Aww. I didn't want to mess that up. You're... I know. But I wanted to do everything that I could to take care of you and us through all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think we both needed, to, at least, I can only speak for myself. Yeah. I wanted to make sure um, I knew my particular damage. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I knew your particular damage, too. Anyway. <laughs> but I knew my particular damage. And I think I, I needed those other relationships to go through to figure out what is acceptable, what's not okay, who am I am as an older person. I come from a family of people who... Uh, not just date, but then fall in love and marry their high school sweethearts. Oh, okay. And I didn't want that particular thing because I've seen how they have to try to shimmy to grow together and that doesn't always work mm-hmm. and um, creates complications. And instead we get to have this friendship where we got to see each other stumble and fall and be there to help with the picking back up and, yeah. mm. you know so mm. when was the wedding after the engagement how, how was, quick. was quick yeah we probably rushed through it there was some health concerns in our family okay. both our sides of our family um and we wanted to make sure some people were able to be there right as so. it turns out six years later they're all still fine <laughs> <laughs> But we probably were married within within nine or ten months of my proposal. Okay. 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 Was the wedding in Arizona or North Carolina? We came back out here. Arizona. We made a lot of compromises to make sure that people were there for it. Um, So we did a small wedding at the chapel on ASU campus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's our family's faculty there, so we got a really good rate. Oh, that's also, good. it was a good chapel. It's a beautiful chapel. Yeah. It's a pretty chapel. The yeah. fourth chapel looks nice. Yeah. And then um, we had a reception in downtown Tempe on a, um, on a rooftop. rooftop. 
which oh, was fun. pretty fun. Yeah. So, but planning a wedding across the country, um, me and this Excel, oh, I love Excel. Me and Excel did a lot of work yeah. to get that figured out and people came through and helped out. I have, I will say that I have noticed how God blesses Tim and I, when we work together, when we're on the same page Mm -hmm. and working towards something, I've seen him move things. Like if we're going the right path, (laughs) I've seen him move things and shift things together in ways you went from part-time to full-time. You went to, in that time frame, you got bonuses and extra work. We both had tax stuff. Oh, we paid for the wedding ourselves. So that's, that's like to like make it and then you know people stepped up and helped when they could and it was important for us to try to do the wedding on our own yeah so that we it, were able to walk away from the wedding actually not in debt with mm-hmm. like the the cash gifts we received were able to, to be a blessing for us right yeah. and we didn't have to like you lose all that right away right. which yeah. was very useful because the week after we got buried we came back into um charlotte and our car died oh man and god showed up again we were watching one of our friends dogs and we were allowed to use their car for a week and got our all of our money together and and did it but it was a nice wedding it was a small wedding and Mm Um, that's how it should be you know there's actually statistics out there that talks about well the number one cause for divorce uh, you know one of them is communication and the other one is money and it's mostly money from actually weddings like how much money you spend on a wedding yeah so you do all these lavish things and you really are doing it for other people I think not for yourselves yeah and then once everybody's gone back to their lives and it's the two of you now the bills are coming right yeah that's when the you know the the conflict starts happening like you know where's the money going to come from and you know you should be focusing on other things and god forbid your car breaks down and all those bills are coming at the same time i mean it just causes a lot of frustration in newlyweds for sure so and there's definitely some stress with getting everything together for the wedding our own yeah yeah we managed it because we had were able to work with each other and that like as opposed to the stereotypical groom i got to be more involved and right and help with that i think that was a great learning lesson for me as well to yeah like go outside just what i wanted what my needs were and, right. and finally make our wants like come together yeah i love that yeah. I, so we... i hope a lot of guys are listening to what you just said <laughs> Yeah. Well, it was kind of nice. We both had mm-hmm. both um, culture um, respected each other. Mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes um, when you're in an interracial relationship or interfaith or when you have those particular experiences, sometimes one person's culture kind of overshadows the oh, other. Absolutely. And it was really important for both of us to kind of try to respect and intertwine who we are. Yeah. So, you know, like on one level, the wedding had to be a bit weird because that's who we are. We're a little We're very weird. Yeah, strange and funny and laugh a lot. So that's but not then, weird at all. What's weird about that? Well, that's not the weird part. Yeah, <laughs> that's just who we are. Um, but, you know, like, something that was important is that we hand-fasted for your culture. Yeah. 
Um, so um, after our vows or in the middle of our vows, like right at the end, mm-hmm. there is a hand fasting. Yeah, we still have that. It's common in a lot of um, Celtic culture. Mm-hmm. Um, What's then, hand fasting? Uh, basically, uh, taking our hands, binding our hands together, or rather at the wrist with um, a, like a, a rope or, or silk cord or mm-hmm. something like that. We did something else, like a soft silk cord. Mm-hmm. Um, you can use any type of material. Handcuffs will work if you're into it, I guess. But <laughs> um, <laughs> that's where the weird comes. Um, exactly. no. <laughs> you call it weird, I call it funny. I love it. And then and then for, for hers we jumped the broom. Right. Oh, okay. So it was, yeah, so in um, African culture, African American culture particularly, the slaves didn't weren't always allowed to have weddings. They weren't allowed to be married. Mm-hmm. So um, one way they got away with secretly marrying each other was they would essentially jump over a broom and sweep your house. It's a part of your, your life and you jump over this as a, celebra- as, um, a symbol of jumping into this new part of your oh of your life okay. yeah. so it was kind of nice like yeah i had a friend who made the broom for us and mm-hmm. tied it together grandma found the fabric for yeah, for the hand fasting for the hand fasting mm-hmm. so everybody kind of got tied and long yeah. yeah yeah i love how you incorporated each other's mm-hmm. You know. Both the broom and the, the silk cord are hanging in our house. Oh, you still have them. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. beautiful. First yeah. thing you notice when you walk yeah. in. Yeah. That's us. Or you yeah. notice the mess, whichever. You know. Let's not talk about that. Yeah. So um, I always ask my couples this. What makes your relationship work six years into it? And obviously you are so in love. I'm just sitting here, just looking, both of you guys, you have not, like, when you talk, you look at each other. Like, I'm here to ask questions, but really, you're literally talking to each other, which I love. Um, So what makes your relationship work? Work. Mm -hmm. Talking it out. Yeah. Talking it out. And learning how to talk it out in a way that works for us. I think there is this concept that the first year of marriage that like honeymoon phase mm-hmm. is supposed to be this great part mm-hmm. uh lies lies yeah first year of marriage is rough yeah. um ours was and ours was was not we had to learn there were all these assumptions of oh because i know you right we're gonna act like this yeah. or i know how you're gonna react mm-hmm. or for me, like, feel like there's this concept where you try to be perfect, or mm-hmm. I think women were taught to do all those things, and that just doesn't work. Um, so we had to learn how to work together, how to get real, real, um, um, acknowledge mm-hmm. how we were raised and how mm-hmm. what things we wanted to bring in and what things we didn't want to bring in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and you talked about that after marriage, or did you start talking about it before? We should have talked about it more before. And we went through couples we did, counseling for church, but that was fairly. I think a lot of we we continue to to relearn these lessons, right? Um, and we do our best to develop like just good communication habits to right. to address you know our feelings to um, try to keep fighting words, accusations, things like that, mm-hmm. you know, at a minimum. Yeah. Yeah. To, 
like just to, to respect and and remember that like this person even with their when they're driving me crazy this is a person i've given my heart and has given me theirs right yeah you know, i realize like, like it does hurt you when you know if i lose my temper and, and go off and I might not mean to say something harmful or damaging, but you might still hear something harmful or damaging. Mm-hmm. And I'm learning to respect that and learning to understand that. Mm-hmm. And it's making me quicker to apologize. Yeah. And I'm learning to talk more about stuff, mm-hmm. to bring more things up. Um, I think there are some cultural components there's some personality components of myself that is very much like well I'm just going to process it Mm -hmm. I'm going to slowly process it and then I'm going to bring it up and sometimes that doesn't work yeah um I'm also quick to be like oh I try not to bring up anything unless it becomes a pattern right um Mm -hmm. like if it's a one-off and it's not that big of a deal is it really important to talk about Right. Probably not. Yeah. But if it's something that's hurting yeah. or something that comes up, I think we give each other space to learn and grow and change. Mm-hmm. Um, and then learning to argue, laughing. We still try to laugh before we go to bed. Yeah. Um, about anything whether it's a meme or it's at like what crazy ridiculous youtube video (laughs) yeah or something stupid on reddit yeah Yeah. like something we're trying to laugh about um and i think that's helpful we check in with each other during lunches and breaks okay um because at the end of the day that's still my friend and i need to respect that and try to check in i don't want to treat him like he's always going to be there because it may not occur that he's always going to be there. Whether that is because we broke up or because something unfortunate happened. Um, But I think it's, I think that's what works for us is the talking and the re-talking because there, there does need there has to be those conversations. There's cultural concerns. There's social economic differences here. There's interfaith issues here that we have to be sensitive about. And mm-hmm. if we stumble into them yeah. as we have, um, it takes a lot more work to dig ourselves out of it. So right. it's better to be try to be respectful. And I think we've gotten really good at if something hurts, bringing it up. Maybe not always immediately, but, you know. Yeah. And being willing to be like, oh, wow, I realized I didn't mean to hurt you. Right. Um, I didn't know that statement or the conversation or that context. Um, and I think we are aware of the fact that there are pressures outside mm-hmm. that try to kind of push against previous concepts or things so we learn together too so i think that works for us anything else that works for us there's a dog a dog who really doesn't like when we argue so 
Usually finds a way to break the tension. It does. Oh, you guys have a dog at home? Mm-hmm. Oh, you the dog, the dog. From- yeah, the, oh, dog the dog is still here. The yeah, dog is that still guy here. is gone. Okay. The dog is still here. Okay, okay. dog likes him. Oh, okay, okay. I love that. So, um, I also always ask my couples, since you live together, what are some annoyances? Like one thing that annoys you about each other that you deal with in your marriage. It doesn't have to be like crazy, but just the one thing. Get it? (laughs) (laughs) Take a moment, breathe it out. Like, get it in. Honestly, sometimes Dia can be a little too stuffy or <laughs> just like her her reservations or the way she kind of wants to keep to herself. Oh, she can okay. overdo it a bit too much. Okay. And I, I need her to kind of breathe out and unwind sometimes. Okay. Yeah. Also, your hair gets everywhere. <laughs> I know you're not talking. <laughs> your hair is... <laughs> Between my beard, her hair, and the dog, it's just yeah. We sweep constantly. The amount of money on lint rollers is vacuuming. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's definitely yeah that hair thing. Um, Yeah, the hair thing. The hair thing was is definitely an issue. Yeah, his beard hair everywhere sometimes. Um, I can always shave it off. No, I haven't seen those cheeks since. I don't remember. I don't know what your chin looks like anymore. I don't remember. It's been over six years since I've seen that chin. Yeah. Maybe over 10 since I've seen your chin. So we can avoid that. Um, So what about you, Adiz? I wish you would take care of yourself more. Yeah. Yeah, and that irks me um, because when you don't take care of yourself, it slows down our entire family. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, the hair everywhere. That <laughs> bugs me. Um, we sure we should be having this talk with Hazel. That's the dog. Right, I know. <laughs> Hazel, do better. Um, <laughs> I would never tell her she's a fat dog. She's a good dog. Anyway, um, I think that's that. And then... There's still the calling in thing just to check in yeah. when you're hurting. That bugs me. It hurts my feelings because it's partially making sure you're okay. Yeah. Um, because they're always going to assume it's the wife if you just die. Like, <laughs> this, like <laughs> I'm too cute to go to jail. I, I'm too soft and I don't know what to do. <laughs> like, yeah. There's not hair products there and that's important to me. <laughs> And they do touch your hair. Yeah, you know, we can't, we can't, we can't, we can't. Yeah. Let's just don't touch my hair. It's, <laughs> it's, it's not, not even a possible thing. So on the flip side of that question, what is the one thing that you absolutely love about each other? Mm, I think you have to go first this time. Do I? But do I? <laughs> Yes. Oh, okay. I don't know if I can do one. Honestly. Yeah, it's hard to pick. Um, do a couple. I like that we laugh. Yeah. I like that I know you save up jokes to tell me later. You're just stealing Aww. people's jokes right and left, and I know they're stolen, but I love it anyway. Whatever. 
That's so cute. Alone. That you care for my siblings um, and my mom. And I know that you took the time to try to figure that out. Um, Because that's a weird dynamic for you. Yeah. And... You guys are going to make me cry. Sorry. I, he's honestly one of the smartest people. And I love that we can have these weird social economic conversations. Like we truly do think about like, all right, what are the norms of society? What are the um, pressures that are happening? What things are we bringing up? Um, what is going on politically, spiritually? Like we have those conversations and I don't necessarily have those conversations with many other people. Mm-hmm. And to know that not only is that a conversation like I'm excited to have those conversations right. with him he's your person yeah yeah and when I try to have those conversations with other people they don't always not get it but they don't they've not had those conversations with me enough right to know where I'm headed there like let's go explore a topic and sometimes you'll go there with me and I appreciate it yeah no <laughs> you know that beard's nice too <laughs> big shoulders. <laughs> what about you? I I love like her her compassion and her drive and mm-hmm. like she has always stopped even when she's very angry at me and when she recognizes that I'm hurting her in some way she stops and works me through some really hard things. We really got together um, as friends at the at, towards the end of senior year because um, February, um, my mother had passed away. Um, of course, we graduated in May. And so right, right before I turned 18, right before a whole lot of these things happened, um, I, don't know, I, was, I was raised by a single mom too, who um, she had health problems for most of her life. And it was, um, this just massive like, blow and change to to my livelihood, to my life. Um, mm-hmm. And we had a project due um, for that Spanish class, and I had the paperwork with me. I was like, to finish it up, I'm like, hey, it was a Friday too, of all things, so it was over the weekend. So, um, hey, I'm not gonna have that finished, so you know. And and she's like. Yeah, I'm I'm coming over to where you are now, like so that I I wasn't on my own Aww. at that time, and like that was for me one of the first times that I I saw that of just how much amazing caring person you are, um, and promptly helped me start to fall in love with you. Um, that definitely made an impact once you remember yeah. it, even this many years later. Yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful. And like, I've you know been through a lot of friendships where it doesn't necessarily feel like that that kind of response would be something you could expect from someone. Okay. Um, and I wasn't expecting that from her, and mm-hmm. to have received that, like I felt this was something special from the get go. Right. Oh, that's the only thing you love about me. That ass. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know you can, you can bleep that out. Uh, uh, yeah, I can't. I can't. I can't with him. I love it. I love it. I love you it. You started off with drive, and 
passion. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're also an amazingly driven person. Well, you've accomplished what you push yourself forward to always better and improve things in ways that I'm often like, would you slow down and stop? Um, <laughs> but I always really admire that you keep pushing forward mm -hmm. to, for, to become a better you. Thanks. And you inspired me to be a better me. Aww. So my family used to say that he slows me down and I speed him up. Oh, so you, you meet each other like halfway almost. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I do. I need you to slow me down. Yeah. Like, I'll work myself into a stupor. Yeah. And be happy about it. Like, be content yeah. with my yeah. life choices. Yeah. Yeah. Aww. Sorry. Gosh. I know it's the feels, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So I loved what you started to talk about. So this is the part where I always ask for like, you know, advice mm -hmm. and tips for other married couples and even single, single people. But I just love, love, love. And to you for, you know, getting a proposal from the guy that you love, but for you to, to just take a moment and say, can you give me a few days to pray about it? Because I feel like people don't do that. And, you know, I think I was, as you were saying that, I was thinking about, you know, there was this one particular guy, not a proposal, but mm -hmm. he said, I love you to me. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't ready to say that. Mm -hmm. But because I felt like that was the right thing to say, to answer back, I said, I love you too. Right. But he was like, I love you too. Like I wasn't ready. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. So I cannot imagine being a proposal, which is what every girl wants. Mm -hmm. And then you say, you know, I need a few days. So I think, I think that's huge. So can you touch a little bit about that in terms of giving advice to, to maybe someone who's in a relationship and maybe they're not ready? I wasn't but, expecting it. Well, you know, definitely wasn't expecting it while we were just you know, cooking something we do together, we always have. Yeah. Um, even hanging out as friends, one of the first things he did was cook for me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 hanging out with Grandma, or Granny. Um, I wasn't ready to say yes or make that kind of a life. And if he had a problem with it, then he wouldn't have been the right person. Right. And I... One of the things I've always liked about him is that even in high school, this was my prayer partner. Um, different faiths, but that's my prayer partner. We believe in the same God. Mm -hmm. And it was important for me to pray about it. And I think if there's a person who loves you and cares about you enough, I didn't say no. Right. But I said, I need some time to think time. about it. Mm -hmm. And if I had come back with no, if I had felt like God had said no, that would have been a really awkward thing. Um, I hope you would have tried again at some later point of time, but you know, no promises. Yeah. <laughs> but if it was no, it would have been no. And you have to respect the part of you that is speaking to you, call it, Holy Spirit, call it whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. You have to respect that voice in you that says, I need a little time here. Yeah. Or this isn't really fitting. And I had taken so many times, I think I had 
not respected that part of me. And, you know, that last, the relationship before you was several years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And whereas I respect him as a person, it wasn't the right person. And I shouldn't have said yes. In mm. the undoing, the separating myself from that particular relationship took more time than it should have. Like, yeah. to be honest, before I even dated that person, I knew it was probably, I was either gonna date Tim or I was gonna date that person. Right. And that person asked me first. Just saying. It's the first time I ever heard this. <laughs> <laughs> As I say from time to time, yeah. get on my level. You didn't at the time. And, you know, and I think you might have actually even been dating somebody at the time or talking to someone. But, like, I knew it was going to probably be you or him. And he soon started talking to me. I didn't expect that that was going to go as far as it did, but it did. Mm-hmm. You just almost let me get away. <laughs> but it didn't. <laughs> but, no, that there is that thing of, that mistake, and I don't want to call that relationship a mistake. I appreciate everything I learned there, but it did help teach me that, like, this is my life. Right. And to whoever's going to do it, it's their life. Mm-hmm. And marriage is, if if you think about it in, in long-term concepts, is a lifelong commitment, and I was not ready to do that without taking some time to think about it. I actually don't understand why more people don't take some time to think about it. Right. Um, Because, like, that means we're joining families. We're creating our own families. We're in the South as an interracial relationship. There's going to be, at the time, there's going to be issues. We were already seeing people act a certain way and we still do now like the amount of grandmothers they will give me looks um is still a bit ridiculous so maybe they're looking at you thinking you should have married my grandson or something you know what i i hope that their grandson finds someone wonderful for them um, a lot of those old white guys just look at me with their battery like, I should have done that. <laughs> but, but I don't, and I hope whatever uh, kids or particularly young ladies mm-hmm. that we either mentor or encourage through our lifetimes, we can say, respect you. Like sometimes as women, we're told to just accept. Yeah instead of through respecting of ourselves. Right. Like, I had to unlearn thinking that I needed to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's so damaging that we teach. We teach our boys they can fail and get up and go on again and try again. And we teach our daughters to be perfect. Right. And that is so damaging in relationships when no one is perfect. Yeah. So I didn't want... They didn't want to rush. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, kudos to you. Honestly, I just, 
I, you know, I've seen it on TV, mm-hmm. in TV shows when somebody says, you know, I need time. But in, in real life, I think you're the first person I've talked to who will say that. So, you know, I mean, it's a lesson, I think, for a lot of people. Um, you know, there's so many things that we do, we say yes to, mm-hmm. including marriage, right. when you're not ready. Nope. You know, but to just say, I'm not saying no, but I'm saying, give me time. Right you know, a few days to, to come back to you with an answer. So that's why I, I wanted you to touch on that um, a little know. bit. How many people know that I asked for time? Don't they come to lunch? Mm-hmm. They just kind of like, oh, you said yes. They, they don't, don't they, they, will, they will know now. <laughs> <laughs> so what about... Like we hear an awful lot more, like, probably interesting proposal stories than, than ours with my rambling in the kitchen. Yeah. Um, but... Like, I still think the, the most beautiful part is that, like, she took the time to think it through, to yeah. to what to weigh it out. Because you can look at, you know, that we, we already know each other for, for a decade, mm-hmm. uh-huh. that we'd already spent all that time. You could just assume that, you know, oh, can we can now just hop right into this. And it wasn't, you know, exactly that. Right. You still stop to measure out the impact of our life coming together. Yeah, and I think we're just, we're still kind of finding that impact as as it comes along. Right. Um, yeah, and kudos to you yeah. too for giving her that space to yeah. figure what she needed to figure out without pressuring her. Because you know, yeah. I, I can imagine when you propose and they're saying you're still waiting for that answer, but still you were able to continue living together in the same space yeah. and give her time to process what she needed. To she was worth waiting a decade for. She was worth. Oh my God. I love it. I love it. That's so sweet. So, um, what for you though, in terms of like you were talking about when you were planning the wedding, Mm -hmm. and um, I loved how you said you were very much involved and. I can only imagine I've heard from other couples that usually the guy is hands off. But for you, what advice would you have for guys to you know? they should find a way to be involved. It's not it's it's not just the bride's party. Right. Um, it's not just the, for the bride's family. And even in our case, we I, I think a lot of our um, our guest list was majority of her larger family. I have a much smaller family, mm-hmm. but it's still something that we're, we are sharing together, bringing these things together. So this should be a reflection of both of us. Right. Um, so I think that in, if it's just as small as picking out your tie, you, a guy should guys should be should involved be in their wedding that, in yeah. some way. They should like. I think one of the big things I did was was I picked the venue, mm-hmm. and you know I could have coordinated with uh, making sure we made the payments for the, for the rentals for everything like that. Right. Mm-hmm. We, we made our song list together. We, right. um, you picked out the group stuff completely. I didn't have yeah. to even think about it. We picked the colors together even. Yeah. Um, like we actually we, think that was more even me. Maybe. Which is which yeah. is awesome because usually the guys are like, just tell me when to show up. No, yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not, that I'm not a spectator. Mm-hmm. At this not. this this is an event. This is a, like the moment that's changing my life. I shouldn't just be there to be there. Like right. it's something to be invested in. And I think yeah. if you're 
finding yourself going to the altar and you're just there as a spectator, maybe you should stop. It's in the, you're in the room. Yeah. <laughs> like you probably really will get in an awful lot of trouble for taking my advice and running away at that moment. But <laughs> <laughs> if you find you are not as invested in this as you thought from the get go, like, you should, yeah. like why did you ask if you're not willing to be right. a participant? Like, like starting out that way as a participant right. in your own wedding is a way to start as a participant in your marriage. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Thank you, thank you both for taking some time to share your love story and all those tips and advice that you shared with my audience. I really, really, really do appreciate you taking the time to do this. I'm happy to. Yep. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. Please remember to go to iTunes. You can subscribe, rate, and write a review. And also, you can always find more information about any of the episodes on my website, www.realloverealstories.com. And remember to follow me on social media. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and it's all under Real Love, Real Stories. Till next time.